Welcome to the Loan with Jen podcast, your weekly source to keep you informed on everything about financing your home, where you will hear real facts, no BS. I'm your host, Jennifer Hernandez, a loan officer since 1995, and over 4,300 families financed to date. If you're starting to think about buying or refinancing a home, wonder if you have the right credit, savings, or even income, you're in the right place. On my weekly episodes, I make complicated topics easy to understand. By the way, my license is NMLS 514497. The ideas expressed here are my own opinions and don't represent any legal advice. Thanks for joining. Let's jump in. Welcome to another Loan with Jen video podcast. Whether you're listening in or watching us on YouTube, thank you for joining in. Jennifer Hernandez, your host, lender for 27 years. And I want to bring you real facts, no BS about everything mortgage and home ownership. So that is our topic today. We are talking about what home inspections look for. And I have brought the most knowledgeable guy that I know, Gordon Fox. Gordon. <laughs> Gordon is amazing. He's in my local market. And I I think when I started in 1995, you and I were trolling the real estate halls together. I would run into you yes. and say hi. Gordon has on my personal houses, Gordon's done, you know, four or five inspections for me personally. Um, but what we're here to do is is to talk about what home inspectors are for because people listen to us all over the country. So, you know, we're talking about anything. So Gordon, um, I'd like to know home inspections. uh, What are some of the basic things that they are supposed to look for? What is a, well, can you tell us first what a home inspection is Mm -hmm. and then what it's supposed to look for? Sure. So a home inspection is basically a snapshot in time. Here are the readily observable conditions of the property. It's not a guarantee or warranty that things are going to be working future. It's not a warranty type of thing, but it's just a snapshot in time. Here's what we found. Here's what we observed, uh, visibly observed uh, when inspecting a home, when looking at a home. Okay, great. And what does it include? Sure. So basically it includes the structural, electrical, mechanical, and plumbing systems of the house. On the structural inspection, we physically try to get up on the roof check the entire roofing system, check all penetrations through the roof. We're the ones that crawl through the attic, checking for any evidence of water penetration, proper framing, load-bearing walls down to and including the foundation system. Uh, parts of Houston and other areas uh, where you have uh, older pier and beam houses, we uh, access below the house to see if that unlevelness upstairs is typical for an older property or if it's something structurally needed repair. If we can't get on the second, third, or fourth floor roof, uh, then we'll fly a drone and take pictures if we're, and we can do that when we're in a non, unless we're in a non-fly zone. Uh, we have a, a medical center near here, which takes out a swath where our drones won't go airborne because of uh, they're in a flight path. So a inspection is really meant to red flag problem areas for a homeowner. Yes. So structurally, you're checking top to bottom on the electrical. We're going from the service panel to all your outlets, switches, light fixtures, ceiling fans, et cetera, the house, occupied homes. Inspectors aren't moving the china cabinet to check the one outlet behind it. Uh, then so they're the- not moving furniture and big things, just what's visible, right? 
Right. Readily accessible. And there's a definition for what readily accessible is. Uh, if you've got uh, someone who's selling a house and they want to declutter their house, so they put everything in boxes and then shove the garage full of boxes and you can't get to the electrical service panel, they're not moving all the boxes to get to the panel, uh, that type of thing. Okay. Okay. Sounds good. Yeah, that's a big one. So of of the what you mentioned, the structural, electrical, mechanical, and plumbing, just those four. Which is the most important in your experience? Oh, I like to start with the roof in that I want it to be, you know, leak free because that can create problems such as mold, water penetration, wood rot, that type of stuff. So that's Uh, structural, right? Structural. Uh, So in the electrical area, yeah, let's go area by area then. So in the structural area, it's the roof. mm -hmm, mm -hmm. How Uh, about the electrical area? Uh, if you want a brand new electrical system, buy a brand new house. Uh, we're required to inspect the property as if it was built today. But a 50-year-old house is going to have some antiquated Romex, some antiquated wiring. We'll report and we'll tell you about that. doesn't have all the safety features of arc bolts or interrupters or um, GFCIs, that type of stuff. Uh, but we're looking for a safe uh, electrical system on that. Okay. Now, if... I almost bought an investment property once. Let's talk about electrical for just a second before we go into mechanical and plumbing. So it was an older house and the electrical panel was like completely outdated. I mean, there were red flags all over that thing. I was like, oh my gosh, you basically, I mean, especially if you're going to rent it out, like, like you have, I mean, I would have had to replace that, right? Like, it's like dangerous for me to not do that. Oh, I like to think of it as a car. When you were uh, when you bought your first vehicle, maybe the tires didn't have as much tread as you would want when you're sending your daughter off to college. You will compromise. So for some people, uh, they'll ride on bald tires. Uh, others for a while. For a while, and uh, others, no, I want only the safest. And so that's a personal preference. In the okay. state of Texas, uh, all the things that we find. Uh, Trek form OPI. None of the things that we find are required to be repaired unless they're a lender required repair. So your the inspection report is pointing out according to up-to-date building code. So you have access to all those things. You're pointing all those things out. And then it's up to the homeowner if they want to fix it, replace it, like you said, unless it's something that a lender does. Now, I do want to mention to those watching or reading that um, lenders do not require the inspection report. We do not want to see it. It's like an out of sight, out of mind thing. It's for your knowledge and protection for you to just know what you're getting. Mm -hmm. We only ask for certain things if our visual appraisal inspection, who just visually, they're just appraising it for um, value purposes. Then if they see something that looks problematic, we'll ask for a professional inspector to, you know, uh, address that. So I do, I want to just interject here. An appraisal is not an inspection like what Gordon is talking about. So what we're talking about today, again, if you're just joining us, is what is a home inspection, which is not required by the lender, but it's we we suggest that you get it. 
And it's done in the beginning of the process to make sure you're not buying a total lemon, right? Like to know what you're up against, what kind of deferred maintenance is there? What am I going to have to do in the future? And the home appraisal that the lenders that I do is making sure that the value is what you're paying for it. Or you can decide to pay overvalue. I mean, it's your choice, right? So those are two completely different things. So, you know, some people pay cash, so they don't care about the loan. But I just wanted to, those of you that might have a question, what is an appraisal versus an inspection? And that it just gave me an idea for a new video. So I'm going to write that down. Um, so Gordon, let's talk about, so we talked about structural, electrical. And mechanical. Your, yeah, so and mechanical, what's the most important? That's basically you're looking at the central air and heat and any built-in appliances that go with the house, dishwashers, garage door openers, garbage disposals, that type of stuff. Okay. It, certain things are considered personal property, such as washer and dryer, refrigerators. If those stay, you just have to let us know that they stay so we can check those and run them through their paces on that kind of thing. The biggest thing is HVAC, especially if you're in a hot area of the country, uh, you want to make sure that it works. Uh, and again, it's not a warranty. It's not a, uh, a homeowner warranty that many people will buy in case something goes wrong in the first year of ownership. But basically, we're looking to see, is it operating properly at the time of the inspection uh, and doing temperature drops across the coils? And then if you want a more in-depth, we have a service where we have a, a licensed HVAC contractor come out and do a very diagnostic uh, examination of the HVAC system. So HVAC is the heating and cooling, right? That's yes. what HVAC means? Okay. And uh, so you're just, again, doing it to diagnose, uh, you know, on a global scale, if if things are problematic, hey, it's 20 years old and <laughs> it's not cooling or the coils are not cooling, et cetera, et cetera. Um, that's mechanical. And then water heaters too, right? Those are important. I mean, I... Of all the mechanical, when she's, I mean, I would guess that the AC heater and the water heater, water we heaters. put that under the uh, water heater, we'll put that under plumbing. So on the plumbing system, we're checking oh. operation, all your sinks, faucets, commodes, bathtub showers, water heaters, that type of stuff. And okay. water heaters, especially in our locale, majority of them are located in the attic. And after about 10 years of age, many professional plumbing companies will not repair a water heater. If the pilot light goes out or a TNP, something goes uh, cattywampus on it, they're not fixing a 10-year-old because insurance adjusters, uh, actuators or whatever, uh, whatever they call them, uh, they find that the uh, frequency of failure, catastrophic failure resulting in water damage to a house, insurance claims goes up. I don't want to say exponentially, but very greatly after 10 years of age. You know, you're giving me an idea. I need to check uh, the age of my water heaters. No, sorry, seriously. I didn't mean to put the scare in you. <laughs> yeah, you did. Actually, I think I'm going to have you come and just do an inspection just to, you know, because I mean, you know, when you live there a while, I mean, I'm in a 20 year old house now. We've lived there eight years, but, mm -hmm. and you can do that, right? Like, I mean, people who've, live there a while, like, I want to make sure that I'm not having like a fire hazard and all that kind of stuff. Like you can get a home inspection anytime, like a diagnostic. We can come in, uh, uh, people will do it like every five years, just take a look at it. And uh, we'll go up in the attic. Uh, like how many homeowners go up in the attic? You know, they'll, they'll store the uh, seasonal 
stuff in there, Christmas stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what we're looking for is any evidence of water penetration. We're looking at the water heater, looking for signs of early failure, that type of thing. Looking for evidence of your HVAC, your cooling systems leaking into the emergency drain van. Looking for rodent activity, that kind of stuff. Yeah. And so if That's you've been in your idea. house, yeah, if you've been in your house for a while and you're not really sure what you're looking for, then you just call a home inspector up and we can take a look. You know, that's a good idea. We did have you do one years ago and actually fixed a few things with that. We'd fix that door with the penetration. You know, we did that whole thing. Mm-hmm. But but that's a good idea for those of you listening. I mean, definitely you should get a home inspection when you're buying the house. But what Gordon was saying is every five to six years, it's really a good idea to make sure that things are working okay, especially really from just a hazard standpoint. One of my biggest fears is that the house is going to catch on fire, like something's going to spark and be dangerous. And, you know, I mean, it's, it's, uh, you know, it's a concern, but, um, all right, well, great. Well, we have gone over, uh, the four major things that an inspection goes over. The last thing I want to ask you is, so if the, the, the meat of the inspection goes over those four things, what kind of add-ons can people get and should they get them? Like, what should people be, could you say, be concerned about mold? Should they do a foundation inspection? Like, when should they, when shouldn't they? So on the foundation inspection, we're checking the foundation and the standard home inspection uh, with a zip level. We're basically doing measurements of the slab uh, and concrete is placed, not poured. It does not, it was never level at the beginning. It was relatively level. We have certain standards for that, but what we're doing is we're documenting, this is the elevation of the foundation uh, at the time we were there. And in times of drought, it changes. When it's a wet season, it moves around. So we're looking for evidence of, uh, you know, structural failure. Uh, And so we'll find a lot of houses. Yes, it's moved. We come back in a year or two or three or five. Yes, it's moved from that point, but not enough to make a, correction there's nothing to fix nothing's broken on that so uh, the structural the 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 structural part of your normal inspection does include foundation so yep. then the add-ons would be like air quality mold yes. that's the mold right the air quality yep air quality so if you or your family members are severely allergenic or if the house flooded uh with harvey i think um uh, or whatever it was ike uh, it was like 10% of the housing stock flooded. Yeah. Uh, so uh, if it's uh, had some water events uh, and you're concerned about mold, we can do uh, air quality on that. Uh, okay. We also do sewer line inspections, forensic inspections. A lot of times we'll do forensic inspections for custom home builders that have an issue of something going on. For instance, you see a stain in the ceiling. If you're a roofer, ah, it's obviously a roof leak. If you're a plumber, oh, it's obviously a plumbing leak. So home inspectors are more general categories. And so we're more in tune with asking questions and looking deeper than a very narrow profession group. And so we're looking for the right answers on that. We'll also do elevator inspections, well and septic. The list goes on and on. We pride ourselves on being a one-stop shop. So, so basically, depending on the house that you're buying, you want to ask an inspector the types of inspections that are available because, you know, people might not be living in Houston that are listening to this. So um, 
in Texas, you got to definitely get a termite inspection. Mm-hmm. We do our annual renewal with you guys on termite. Um, okay, very good. Oh, so stucco we, inspection. Oh, stucco, oh, yeah. Stucco. So we live in an area where 60 inches of annual rainfall. Uh, many times we have uh, issues of water penetration uh, and resulting damage. And for instance, uh, we've recently got a, a client now uh, buying a house, got a home inspection. Okay. Once it passed that and they spent the money, then uh, they got their information back by 9 a.m. the next morning. They made a decision, okay, now I'm concerned about the mold. And once the air quality comes back from the lab, takes about 72 hours, then if that's all good, then she'll schedule the stucco inspection because it's a stucco house and they have problems. So what she was doing was a controlled, okay, if I pass this test, great, I'll do this test, the mold. And then if all that looks good, instead of spending multiple thousands of dollars on one day and deciding uh, I didn't want the house, she's doing a more systematic approach. So stucco, that's right. I'd left that out. And yeah, there's stucco all over, all over the country. Well, very good. Well, we went over what is a home inspection, what's included in a home inspection. Uh, this was really insightful, gave me a couple things that I even wrote down to remind myself. Uh, and we'll put Gordon's info. If you're in the local market of Houston, definitely, I definitely recommend them. We'll put your information in the uh, in the notes on the on the description. And Loan with Jen, over and out. Thank you for listening, watching. We'll see you next time. Booyah. (laughs) Thank you for listening to the Loan with Jen podcast. Keep joining me each week to stay up to date on the mortgage industry as I'll dive into relevant topics so your home financing process, whether you're buying or refinancing, is smooth and simple. If you enjoyed today, please click follow and that way you'll never miss an episode. To find us on social media, just go to Loan with Jen on any of the social media handles, TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Thanks for tuning in this week for Real Facts, No BS. Talk soon.